Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. Now, economists are always warning us about the next share market crash. So if you've got money invested in shares, what do you do when this crash actually happens? Well, Stockspot's Chris Bricky is here to calm your nerves with some lessons he's learned from past share market crashes. So over the long run, what we know is that share markets grow very steadily and, and they return something like 10 or 11% per annum for people over the long run. That has a great ability to help build wealth for people because 10% compounded every year really helps to grow your money. But it's not a free ride and every so often there's a big market crash. Now, crashes tend to happen every 10 or 15 years. You know, in my lifetime, I've lived through and invested through three major crash events, you know, which really were very unnerving and and saw a lot of people lose money through those crashes. It's really difficult to invest in a crash, but it's important that one, you're set up with a portfolio or an investment strategy that can withstand a crash. And then when a crash inevitably happens, and a lot of listeners I'm sure have gone through crash events and those who haven't, I'm sure will, it's absolutely critical that you behave in a certain way that's gonna ensure that your money is protected for the long run. And I'm gonna share some tips based on what I've learned from living through three major share market crashes of what to do and what not to do to prepare yourself for a share market crash. Since we were cave people, we have been instinctively geared to run away from things that seem dangerous. It's the fight or flight way that our brain is geared. And this has actually been studied in finance. And there has been uh, a lot of research that's been done to show that people, when faced with losses, act pretty irrationally. So people feel the pain of losses in the share market or any part of life two times more than they feel the enjoyment of uh, making the same amount of money. And so it absolutely makes sense that when a share market crash happens, there is a lot of fear and people feel very emotional and that emotion leads to bad investment decisions. And so absolutely when markets crash, it's very normal to feel scared. It's very normal to feel like you need to yank your money out, but it's the last thing you should be doing. So tip number one, and this tip is really focused on how you can prepare for a crash. It's not about how you react, but it's how you get ready for one. And it was based on my experience during the dot-com boom and then bust of the late 90s and early 2000s. And in that period of time, tech stocks went absolutely gangbusters. They went crazy. They were up 100%, 200%, 1,000%. I was a young kid trading stocks and I had made a lot of money thinking that I was extremely skillful. I'd picked these great companies. I was really smart. Little did I know that really it was just a lot of luck. I was in the right place at the right time. But... I didn't prepare for it. I didn't lock in any of those gains. I didn't diversify. I didn't take any of my money out. And as a result, when the tech crash came in mid 2000, I lost 80% of my money, um, like a lot of other people did because the tech share market index, the NASDAQ in the US also fell by 80%. So what this crash taught me is that when you do make a lot of money from one particular investment, or one particular asset, it makes sense to take a little bit off the table always. 
Don't just keep on chasing your wins and adding more and more into the same place. It's a strategy that we employ now these days for our clients at Stockspot, which is that if one asset goes up by a lot, we actually harvest some of those profits and put it into something that hasn't done well. And this really helps to insulate you when a crash happens because you've already harvested and taken in some of those profits and they can help to protect you when a crash eventually occurs. So take some money off the table. You know, Don't fall for the trap of believing it's going to keep on going up forever. So tip number two is one that I learned in 2008. And that's a year that you know sticks in the mind for a lot of people working in financial markets because it was the start of the great unfortunate financial crisis where a lot of people lost a lot of money. You know, I was working, you know, early in my career at, at an investment bank and saw the share market that year fall by 50%. No one really could believe it that the big, broad global share markets like the US S&P 500 or the ASX 200 in Australia would fall by 50%. And I think a lot of the reasons why people lost money in there uh, were twofold. So one, they had too much leverage. They weren't just investing money that they had, they were investing other people's money, money that they had borrowed through margin loans, you know, through other means. So the real lesson there is when it comes to investing, you never know when there's gonna be one of these big market falls, so don't invest with leverage. Because if you invest with leverage, it's much more easy to lose all of your money. All of your money can get wiped out because you only should be investing money you actually have to lose, not money that you don't have to lose. And the other tip I learned in 2008 was you need to make sure always you have a asset allocation or a mix of different investments where some will go up if markets are performing poorly and some will go down. So they balance each other out. If all of your investments are in assets that go up when markets go up, but then fall when markets fall, you can be in a position where you can lose 50% of your money. Whereas if you'd spread some of that money into safe investments, defensive investments like government bonds and gold, you would have been a lot more protected and your losses would have been a lot smaller that year. So tips are keep away from leverage. You know, it's something that Warren Buffett says himself that you never need to invest more money than you have. And then the second one is make sure you've got a diversified mix of investments, not just shares, have some other safe defensive assets because no one can really predict when markets are going to have one of these horrible periods like the great financial crisis. So the final crash tip I have, and this is one that's a bit more present in my memory, comes from the COVID market crash that happened in March 2020. So you know, a lot of listeners might remember that the share market collapsed very quickly in March 2020 when COVID struck, you know, where some of these previous crashes sort of unfolded slowly over a period of three or six months. The COVID crash happened in one month where the share market fell by 35%. And what this taught me was that no one can predict crashes. There was no one out there that had predicted that a global pandemic was going to lead to the market crashing 35%, even though there's all these gurus out there making market predictions all the time. Now, I'm always a cynic about the guru's ability to pick markets, but if there was ever a great example of why you shouldn't have paid attention to market commentators, it was this crash. Because one, they didn't predict it in the first place, but then what I saw a lot of was when the market had already crashed, a lot of these gurus were telling people, to take out all your money and wait for things to calm down. And that was absolutely the wrong decision to make in March 2020 because ultimately governments and central banks injected a lot of money into the system, into the economy, supported businesses, supported people. And that has led to one of the biggest share market rallies that we've ever seen over the last 12 or 18 months. 
So what that taught me is that markets are unpredictable. You just need to accept that markets are unpredictable. Make sure you've got an investment strategy that can handle unpredictable markets. And while it's tempting to listen to market gurus on TV, in the newspaper, you know, listen to predictions, on average, these expert predictions are wrong. And so don't pay any attention to them. Just stick with your strategy and do nothing and you're going to be a lot better off. Do nothing. Now that I can do. I guess he means after you've invested in the stuff in the first place, right? I don't know if I can make my millions by doing nothing. And that is why I am merely saying hello and bye-bye on these tips and not doing the important stuff in the middle. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode. If you've got a question for any of our experts, you can drop us an email at smallchange at novapodcast.com.au and I will catch you on Friday for another episode.